take some time for yourself. Absolutely, take some time to determine what it. What are you doing? Why are you here? What's your purpose? Right? Because that really helps you make more solid decisions. Allows you to be more intentional. Have you ever felt the stirring in your heart that you were called to do something greater than you are doing now, or respond to a burning desire in your heart, or maybe make a difference in a particular area or someone's life, or is there a restlessness that stirs in your soul? Well, I'd like to welcome you to When the Moment Chooses You podcast. I am your host, Charlene Johnson, also known as Coach Charlene. This podcast will engage in compassionate, courageous conversations because I believe in your personal development, creating and inspiring destiny moments because every heartbeat truly matters. You will hear stories of change agents and trailblazers that dare to dream and not accept the status quo. Through hearing these stories, I truly believe that it will reignite the flame of passion and move you from just talking and thinking about it to actually being about it. We are all on our journeys of self-discovery. So be empowered as we inspire you to tap into the highest expression of yourself. Let's join the podcast. Greetings, everyone, and welcome to When the Moment Chooses You. I am your host, Coach Charlene, and I'm extremely honored and excited to have Catherine Chatwick on my show today. So welcome to the show, Catherine. Oh my gosh, Charlene. I'm so delighted to be here. Thank you. We're going to have fun. Yes, we're going to have a lot of fun mm-hmm. because she just radiates fun off of her total being. So let me read a little bit about her first. So, mm-hmm. so Kat- Catherine grew up in the Finger Lakes region of upstate New York. She loved spending time outdoors and playing sports growing up. She earned her bachelor's of science of nursing degree from Alfred University, the first ranked nursing college in New York State at the time. Catherine was head nurse of a small ICU by the time she was 23 years old. Catherine has had the privilege of growing up with her two children and is now a grandmother of three. During that time, Catherine has had the opportunity to continuously be creative and resourceful. She has Found it, you've got Nurse. Oh, I love that. A wellness education and management company, the Sunshine Quotient, which Catherine has developed as a mindfulness and breathing technique and a teaching tool, and the art of self craftsmanship. Well, where Catherine teaches mental fitness, the culmination of Catherine's education, experiences, and incorporation of studies of neuroscience metacognition, and epigenetics. Catherine's professional experiences include nursing in the ICU, hospital IV therapy, public health nursing, home health IV therapy, law office management, becoming a practitioner of applied positive psychology, a certified legal nurse consultant, and a certified life mastery consultant as a trusted advisor in transformational coaching that provides individuals and groups with insights, tools, and solutions that prioritize mental fitness, training, wellness, resilience, adaptability, and mindfulness. She is a fellow member of the Institute of Coaching affiliated with McLean Hospital, Harvard University. Catherine is currently studying positive intelligence with Dr. Shazad Shamin. I hope I pronounced that right. <laughs> Catherine's professional development company is Catherine Chatwick Consulting, LLC, which is the umbrella 
to the following entities of which Catherine is founder and creator of. You've got Nurse, the Sunshine Quotient, and the Art of Self-Craftsmanship. And welcome, welcome again. Wow, you have done a lot, Catherine. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you know know that children's book, if you give a mouse a cookie, right? Yes, yes. The mouse is going to want some milk and then he needs a straw. You know, know, life is kind of like that, right? You know, one thing leads to another. And um, I I just love it because it it is very much all tied together. Um, And gosh, I I love the expansion of it all. Yeah, I love it. I know I was, um, I'm always with this podcast. I'm always, my heart is searching for what I think that we need to hear. And I just happened to come across your profile. And what really stood out to me is the sunshine quotient. And then what also stood out is self-craftsmanship. That word was very profound because I feel like a lot of times I know a lot of people that become like really high degrees, but they've never taken the time to work on self. And so that craftsmanship, anyway, that was so fascinating. And that's why I reached out to you. And I'm so, so happy that you actually are going to give us some tips and tricks and just tell us all about who you are and what you do and how you can make us uh, feel better. And so just as a context, I decided for the month of September to do something on nursing Mm -hmm. because we have been through a lot or really healthcare, but really my focus is nursing because I do believe that we are a profession in crisis. And so Catherine, what, what, what have you been witnessing over the last two and a half or so years? It's been beyond that, but what have you been listening? I mean, witnessing in our community? Well, it is fascinating, isn't it? Because I think it actually all goes back to working on ourselves from the inside out. Right. Yes. um, And just because we're a nurse, we're not exempt from that process. And so I do believe that healthcare can do better, right? As as an umbrella, as an entity, um, as the the arena of healthcare, they can all do better. But we as individuals can do better too. As far as taking care of ourselves, I think that yes. um, it's, it's not only the patients that we take care of. I believe that we as nurses need to take better care of ourselves to begin with, because if we're not solid in who we are starting out, um, you know, then it's very difficult to really be, um, you know, that effective with the people that we're serving. And, yes. and, and from the other side, too. That many people that, that we're serving haven't taken care of themselves, you know, to the degree that they're bringing their best selves to the table. So we have a lot of parts and pieces that really could use um, some bolstering, right? <laughs> and yes. it, it, it all comes from the inside out. And that's where the craftsmanship comes from, because um, it's fascinating. I, when I, I grew up on a farm until I was eight. And my father had the, a very large working farm. And I called him, um, a, I, I still call him the Rube Goldberg kind of guy who could build or fix anything. And perspective is such an interesting thing, because if you um, look at, if you go and sit actually at another seat at the table, 
and look at a situation from another point of view, you gain a lot of information. And, yes. and sometimes the solution is just so darn simple because you looked at it from the other side, right? And yeah. so I've used that, uh, I'm, and I've done a lot of renovation work uh, in old buildings and whatnot. And so actually a person learns a lot from that as far as, you know, the skeleton of everything, the systems have to be working in place. It, it's not all about, um, you know, putting on the fancy shutters and, and that last coat of paint, you know, it has to be solid on the inside for this building to function well. And we as people are pretty much the same. And I think that self-care, that concept has really been commercialized over the last however many years um, to be things that are really more superficial um, than what self-care actually is, in, in my opinion, because I believe that self-care is that developing of a higher self-awareness and, and that development of understanding the body-mind-spirit connection. I mean, when you think about it, we don't breathe ourselves. We don't make our hearts beat on our own. And so learning to work right. with that energy that's really, really operating us and, and giving our bodies the best opportunities to function at its best, it takes time. You know, it takes self-development. It takes understanding what I, I mean, I talk to people about what I call the mind diet. You know, how do you talk to yourself? Um, what thoughts are you fueling yourself with? And that's just as important, if not more important than, than the nutritional diet, you know, that we because our body requires fuel as well. And, you know, if you're a diesel engine, you're not going to, you know, pull up to the regular gas tank and pump it full of regular. But it seems right. like that's kind of like what's happening on a lot of levels is that people don't really understand what fuel they require or what is really going to be the most beneficial for them. Wow, that's pretty powerful. The mind needs a diet as well. Oh, oh, absolutely. Because um, how you talk to yourself and the thoughts that you think, you know, they have energy. And it's imperative to understand on the emotional, um, you know, energetic scale, where those thoughts and where those, you know, feelings are landing. Uh, because it's interesting, because the thoughts are the the language of the mind and the feelings are the language of the body. And of course the thoughts, you know, and the feelings influence each other. Right. Right. Wow. That's so powerful. You know, I think about that because I, you know, I have friends and things that are, um, they're driven from the outside in. Mm -hmm. And you mentioned about this work that we have to do is, I mean, what self care is from the inside out. I mean, that's what I'm kind of hearing from you. Is that what you were referring to? Absolutely. I mean, that's what I believe self-care is. I mean, it's great to go for that manicure, or, you know, and a massage is always great. I, and those are absolutely things that are, are useful and helpful. But those are things, those are uh, situations. Those are things on the outside. Um, and it's really coming from the inside and knowing who you are. And what are your boundaries? What, what is it that, you know, what lights you up, uh, you know, because it, it's the spark of life that makes it so such a beautiful adventure, 
And I think that many of us, I mean, you know, the research shows that we're pretty much programmed by the time we're seven. And we've been programmed by people who have been programmed, by people who have been programmed. And, you know, (laughs) I call it um, going down from generation to generation without, you know, any evaluation. And it's really, we get programmed and then it's actually a lot of unlearning and a lot of undoing as we get along later in life and realize it's just like, hey, you know, I'm living a life I don't even really like. And how did that happen? (laughs) (laughs) Wow, that's very powerful. That reminds me, Catherine, of a quote that I saw the other day. And I think it's by Paul Coiblo or something like that. But he said, maybe the journey isn't so much about becoming, but it's about unbecoming everything that's not you so that you can become who you really were destined to be. And it was so powerful because Mm -hmm. I know what my development that, I mean, just from, I've been developing myself for over 20 years when I was conscious enough to do so, but I have had to like unbecome all of those false expectations that other people have for my life. Mm -hmm. And so that's so powerful what you're talking about. Oh, well, I think that um, when you talk about being in it for over 20 years, right, I started listening to Wayne Dyer um, on cassette tapes, you know. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Some people don't even know what cassette tapes are, probably. I know. I mean, when I was going to college, there was no computer. There was no Internet. It It was books in the library, you know, no cell phone. And, and look how the technology changes. I mean, we're, yes. we're all light beings and we're emitting um, light and information constantly and co- information is constantly coming to us. And so discernment of what information you're actually going to allow in makes a big difference as to how a person is going to develop their mind diet you know, constant um, acceptance of a lot of negativity. Um, You know, uh, there obviously there are many things happening in the world that are not desirable. However, there are some things that, you know, we we have no control over. And so getting involved and really investing in, so many things that we have no control over is really detrimental to our own self-development because the only person that we have control over is ourselves, right? (laughs) Absolutely. (laughs) I mean, you can put your expectations out there and that's, it's wonderful to have those boundaries, but, but also know that somebody else's response is their response and that's their responsibility. You know, it's not my responsibility is not your response, right? Yes, absolutely. We, we wow, can this is great. And, um, you know, we can be good role models. We can, um, you know, operate in such a way that we, that we do influence and we radiate the light and, and you know, the possibilities, right? Um, yeah. But as far as actually having control over someone else, we don't. No, absolutely. So what would you say to those healthcare workers out there that are really struggling, Catherine, from, um, from, or actually where can they start? Because I know it's a fact that most nurses and healthcare professionals don't take care of themselves. 
Isn't that fascinating? Uh, it is. Uh, I, I haven't smoked in a long time, but when I worked in the hospital, we almost almost all of us smoked. The doctors smoked. Most of us smoked. It was just like, wow, what's up with that, right? I know. <laughs> <laughs> and so I do think it's you know we have just accepted that mm. you know there are certain behaviors that become habits. And we don't, we're, we're actually running on habit about 95% of the time. And mm -hmm. when you think about it, and I think this is important for people to, to know, is that because we're running on habit so much of the time, and we think between 60 and 70,000 thoughts just in one day, and about 90% of those are the same as the day before and the day before and the day before and all those habits, right? And so... There's this little window of possibility. And that's why I think it's so important to take the time to have a vision uh, and really understand what it is that you want. What's your purpose? I believe, I think having a goal is, you know, that's one thing. We have to have milestones and goals along the way. But having a purpose, you know, why am I here? What am I doing? Uh, right. And, and really keeping your eye on your prize helps to keep you in an expansive um, way of living and to be able to keep your eye and be in that, you know, um, that window of possibility. Right. And yeah. and also understand that over 90 percent of health conditions and illnesses are lifestyle induced. And so I think that is super valuable information to people, you know, that they understand, because I think if people understand how the mind, body, spirit operates, how, how we are these, you know, three faceted beings, that it makes it easier to make those decisions to move forward on a level the people actually want. And it goes back to putting that oxygen mask on yourself first. You Absolutely. know, it, you have to take care of yourself. And I, I believe it's each of our responsibility to take care of ourselves because we have this beautiful gift, you know, of this life experience that we've been given. Um, but most of us weren't given the operator's manual. <laughs> no. <laughs> so, and so it's like what I have started calling, you know, the rules of the game. And the if we don't understand how the energy works, how we operate, and how the mind diet affects us, and and all of that, and how to be discerning, and that it's really okay to not be a people pleaser. That is good. You know, we all have, um, and this positive intelligence is very interesting about the saboteurs and the research and, and how they're actually um, evaluated as to what saboteurs are, are the most powerful for you and the ones that are most powerful for me. But having that vocabulary actually gives us something to work with, right? And yeah, absolutely. And so, and to be able to diminish them, we're always going to have the the self doubt, the voice that comes in and says, well, "Who do you think you are?" Right? <laughs> so, yeah, right. But it's just like, hey, you know what? I'm developing 
the the sage part of me. I'm developing the the real essence of who I am because we all have unique gifts. And if we can put those gifts out there, just think how how we could all be, right? And, oh, absolutely. And I think that um, sometimes it doesn't really take much more than just a little adjustment at a time and over time and then things change i mean it that old analogy of turning the, the you know the ocean liner right you start yes. turning and of course it's with the technology it's a bit different now they can turn in a much tighter circle right and i also believe that the more you know the more quickly you can make the changes for yourself because you understand what what you're putting out is what you're getting back yeah, well, such rich. I'm just taking that all in. That's rich. So thank you for that. So, man, okay. I wanna. I want you to tell us a little bit about. Can you tell us about your sun sunshine quotient and some of the other things that you do? Oh well, it's 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 pretty much my favorite project. <laughs> <laughs> Good. Let's talk about that because that's kind of what kind of drew me because it's, I, I love the light yeah. because we have so much darkness around us. So I'm always searching for the light. So I want to hear more about your sunshine quotient. Well, it's, it's really interesting because, oh gosh, probably, I think it's almost 10 years ago by now. Um, people were saying to me, oh my gosh, you're just so bright all the time. What are you doing? And I say, ah, you know, I have a high sunshine quotient. And I said that a few times and I thought, I've never put those two words together, you know, and I knew what I was feeling, but how to articulate that. So I did some research and the term sunshine quotient is a term that refers to lighting gradients in photography and radiology. And it's just like, ah, it makes so much sense. And I yes. apply it to people, right? Because you mm -hmm. can see that storm cloud coming down the street at you, or you can so you need to do i want to go towards it or i want to veer away right uh, and yes. so it's like oh wow okay and um so i was beginning to write a little bit about that and then i had a very severe reaction to a tick bite i had lyme disease and that was almost a year window um and fortunately i was treated properly but i started um working with this concept of the light and us being light beings and the lighting gradients and the different levels of energy. And so I started breathing in the light, you know, because the mind does not differentiate between what you imagine and what's actually you consider to be real. Right. right. And so it was just like, wow. Okay. So I would go through a mental rehearsal of breathing in the light and feeling like the, the light is just you know, filling me up and I'm getting brighter. I'm beginning to radiate more and my heart's getting bigger. My heart's getting more loving. My heart's shining. And also um, the mental rehearsal of feeling the warmth of it on my skin. And I, I just would do this three or four times a day. And it got to be such a beautiful habit for me that when I went back to work, I started teaching my patients and teaching my mm -hmm. patients about it. And it's, it's, the, I, it's so simple because when you take in that deep breath, you know, you stimulate the vagus nerve 
And the physiological basis of it is not only the, the visualization, but it's actually the actual stimulation of the vagus nerve, which stimulates the parasympathetic side of the nervous system, which is the calming side. And the breath is such a beautiful tool uh, for self-regulation that it make it, it's just, you know, if, if you practice it enough, then when you start getting anxious, it's just like, oh, the breath. You know, remember the breath, yeah. right? And so, <laughs> yeah. And so, I, I, it's just a beautiful tool to use, and I, um, I think it gives people the opportunity to start a more mindful um, existence, a more mindfulness practice for themselves, which yes. in turn allows them to start developing a, a higher, a greater level of self-awareness. I, I love to refer to it as the training wheels of mindfulness, or it's a nice little thing to add into a, a mindfulness practice that, you know, someone may already have cultivated and is still continuing to, you know, expand and practice with. And uh, because I think mindfulness is so important because the only moment we have really is right now, you know, people do a lot of worrying and speculation, but it's all something they're making up in their mind because we haven't gotten there yet. Right. You know, there are certain predictions that we can uh, use to influence the direction that we're going in. We do have more influence, I believe, over um, our life experience than we've been led to believe on many levels so far. And I think, you know, um, raising that level of self-awareness is a beautiful thing. And it, it brings you back to yourself, your autonomy. And what, it, what is it that I want? What do, what do you want? Right. What do you want for you? And how can I share this beautiful, you know, shining example of, you know, this beautiful creation that we all are? How can, how can we share all of that? Yes. It's really very fun. Yeah. And it's very, um, I mean, you know, in the times that we're living in today, where people are searching for answers, they're searching for the light, they're searching for how to come up out of where they are, where they find themselves. So I just think this is such a wonderful strategy or really a necessity. Well, what I <laughs> to really love to... about it is the simplicity of it. Yes. Because I think we often um, just make things way more complicated <laughs> than they are, right? <laughs> yes, absolutely. Um, what about, uh, Catherine, the... Craftsmanship. What was it called again? It's the self. Oh, the self craftsmanship. Yeah, tell me a little bit more about that. Well, I believe that it is a process. Um, we're all, uh, you know, we're all a work in process, in progress, and in process, right? And so, um, we have the ability, we have the capability of working on ourselves. Pretty much all the time. I, in fact, it was it was interesting. Somebody had posted something on Instagram not long ago uh, about you know um, doing the inner work, and and my response was, well, I've discovered that there's a lot of job security in doing the inner work <laughs> because it's always available. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and so, you know, we, we do get to certain levels 
Um, but because information is always changing and the energy spiral that we live in, this universal energy that we're all a part of, it all works in an upward spiral and we're always, always changing. And I, I describe it as the, the train is always leaving the station and either you're on it or you're not. Um, and yes. if, if we're not working on our own craftsmanship, our own self craftsmanship and, and developing and becoming more uh, in tune with, with this universal energy that we're all a part of and, and learning about relationships and learning, um, you know, how, how to live most effectively. And it's almost being expansive, but learning to use that expansion in an efficient nature, right? To keep the focus mm-hmm. and yes. and to to keep moving forward and and to just be the best that we can be and the best I can be today isn't going to be as you know the best I can be tomorrow if my intentions every day are to be the best person that I can be and I um, absolutely believe that starting off the day on an intentional level. Uh, is a huge benefit, you know, like for in, every morning I write down at least three intentions and typically it's more, right? Um, yeah. uh, so today um, I am grateful. And so then I would list some things that I'm grateful for. And, and it's not just the superficial things, but really think about it. What are you grateful for? And, and today I want to be intentional, right? And today, uh, you know, and whatever it is for you, I think it's really important because the RAS, the reticular activating system is part of the brainstem and it, it filters all of the information that's coming in and it actually helps the brain in predicting what the brain is, what's up, what the mind is looking for. And of course the mind is looking for, for what you're feeding it, right? What you're thinking about. Yes. And so if you're thinking it's going to be a horrible day and I didn't prepare enough for this presentation and you know, blah, 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 blah. It's probably not going to be any fun for you, right? Yep. <laughs> so, <laughs> so, but if, like, wow, okay, today I know some of the things that I want to talk about. I want to have fun doing it. I want Charlene and me to have a very great fun and conversation, right? And so it's yeah. like, okay. And so it, it totally makes a difference as to how your day goes. Is everything going to go the way you think it's going to? No, no, but there's a difference between reacting and responding and, and, uh, and learning what, um, and I, I really believe very strongly in developing resilience, um, not pitching a tent in those bad reactions that we all absolutely have. And it's good to get the information from them and learn. And, you know, and then use that information to move forward. Um, but wallowing in, in the pit of, you know, self-pity or anger or blame or any of those things doesn't serve us as individuals or anybody around us. Um, Absolutely. And so I think resiliency is, is really super important. I think that, you know, and all of this is part of, of the self-craftsmanship part, it, you know, the inner work. I also believe that adaptability is a part of resiliency because it 
you know, because things are changing all the time, mm-hmm. be, having an open mind and understanding that, you know, looking at things from a different angle is to our advantage. And we'll find that, okay, I want to move over to that seat or like, oh, that doesn't serve me at all or doesn't serve anybody very yes. well. I'm not going to sit there, <laughs> right? Yes, absolutely. <laughs> wow, wonderful. So, wow, I could probably talk to you for a long, long time. Oh, <laughs> because we'll, we'll, we'll have to get together and chat again because I, I, love, I love what you're doing, right? Yeah. So, okay. To end, Catherine, I always ask my guests if they could let us give us three wisdom gems for the listening audience out there. Um, I'm not even going to structure it. Just three things that they could do to help themselves or to, and then after that, would love to know how to um, contact you to get more information, et cetera. Uh, Okay. So three things. Let's see. Um, Take some time for yourself. Absolutely. Take some time to determine what it, what are you doing? Why are you here? What's your purpose? Right? Because that really helps you make more solid decisions, allows you to be more intentional and to live a life that that is satisfying. I, I believe we're here, you know, I mean, obviously not every minute is fun, but I believe that we're really here to expand and enjoy our lives and and to be that light beam, right? And when you really feel that you are living from a high sunshine quotient, life is really fun, right? And so it, and that's not to say that everything, again, goes exactly how you think it's going to be. But that's where the adaptability comes in. And, and, and it, actually, mental fitness training is all of this. And I believe that if you can look at the inner work as training and not torture, right? Yeah. <laughs> and, and have a little humor. Have some humor with yourself. Have some humor with other people, right? And lighten up a little bit. Um, because every thought that you think isn't necessarily true. And I think that those are little gems of wisdom that we can all use um, to help develop ourselves. I also think that um, understanding more about how you talk to yourself, the thoughts that you think, the mind diet. Think of it as a diet. Think of what do I want to be feeding? my mind what do I want to be feeding my body you know and because how you think is actually going to help you develop a stronger and more resilient and more effective physical body as well and and we need that you know because if we don't have our health you know we've all been in situations where we don't feel well and it's not a great experience is it and so right. I think that, you know, certainly there are things that we don't have control over, but I do think that we do have more control over how, how we experience life than we think we have. Wow, that's wonderful. And then, so Catherine, tell us how we can get in touch with you if you have anything that you could offer um, to help our healthcare heroes or anybody out there listening, actually. Oh, of course. My website 
is theartofselfcraftsmanship.org. And you'll find there, um, I have a free download of an introduction to energy principles and universal laws. I've also developed a qualitative study for the Sunshine Quotient, which you can download for free. And um, you can choose to be a part of the study or not. I would love it if you would. Um, and there's no obligation, obviously, but it also does describe how to effectively incorporate the, the practice of using the, the mindfulness breathing, you know, technique, um, into your life. And I encourage people to actually put it on their phone four times a day as a reminder to just do it for a few breaths. And I would say four to six breaths at a time to start developing the habit of doing that. Um, and you'll find various, uh, I, there's a, there's actually a, a free video of intro, uh, you know, to the sunshine quotient. So there are different, uh, resources there that you can find. And my email is cc, just the two letters cc at sunshinequotient.org. And sunshine quotient is part of the art of self craftsmanship site at this point. So, um, I would welcome any questions, and uh, if you have any questions, email me or, you know, it's however you want to get in touch with me. Well, wow, that's wonderful, and I am so thrilled. I mean, you have, I mean, it totally increased my sunshine quotient just from hearing the essence of what you do and how much you make a difference in our world. And um, I love talking about the inner work because I don't think we can do anything successfully without it. So, I mean, you are just a ball of inner work guru. <laughs> I'm super excited to have met you and I uh, look forward to having another conversation at a later date. Well, I'm looking forward to that too. And thanks again for having me. This has been wonderful. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Thank you. Thank you for joining the podcast. When the Moment Chooses You is a bi-weekly podcast where I not only discuss my own passion and quest for responding to those destiny moments, but I will also be sharing inspiring stories, tips, and tools as we navigate this journey of life together. As you can see, I will also be interviewing amazing guests and risk takers with stories that seize the moment and transform their lives and those around them. My hope is to share my passion and to build a community around creating destiny moments because every heartbeat matters. Find me on social media and I'd love for you to subscribe to my YouTube channel, like and share as much as you want to. Thank you so much. And what will you do when the moment chooses you?